What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks. For each episode, I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, And as always, I'm so glad that you are listening to another podcast episode uh, today here on Behind the Grind. Listen, it is the second half of 2021. We have entered into a brand new month of July. And just like that, we are into the second half of the year. So much has transpired over the last six months. And of course, this weekend is the uh, holiday weekend. It is the 4th of July weekend as we drop this particular episode. Uh, So, you know, we think about a year ago from uh, today's date or today's time frame, we were somewhat on lockdown, right? You know, there was a lot of activity happening. Um, with the pandemic, which caused a lot of us not to really be able to celebrate the 4th of July as we know it. So I imagine this year with um, most of the restrictions being lifted, and in most cases, I can't see any uh, major restrictions that are causing people not to get together uh, during this particular holiday. I just hope that you are able to do that and enjoy and do it safely, of course, uh, following whatever protocols that is still needed or um, necessary, um, but just enjoying this time, just understanding a year ago, uh, we did not have as much um, freedom, <laughs> I should say, uh, to enjoy this particular holiday. Also, with that being said, I wanted to, um, I didn't get a chance to say this, but a few weeks ago, we were able to uh, get a federal holiday, right? Juneteenth. And I um, just want to take the time to acknowledge that was a huge thing that we were able to uh, have now as a federal holiday, the acknowledgement of that. Of course, there may be opinions, there could be uh, thoughts on that, and I get it. But the truth of the matter is we have to take this and acknowledge this great uh, holiday that we will be able to celebrate each year, especially for those of us that are part of the African-American community. Um, this is a victory to some extent, right, that we get a chance to acknowledge and have a holiday uh, that acknowledges our forefathers um, and what they had gone through and to experience a, a level of freedom. And so even with this holiday, we acknowledge this freedom. Again, it is um, people have opinions about um, various things and we can always find faults and we can always find imperfection. And that's going to always be with anything in life. But we also can find um, what we can acknowledge about it and the excitement about it. And the 4th of July is one of those holidays that we can still acknowledge uh, the freedoms that we have. We have a lot of freedoms and we must admit that. 
You know, there are certain places in this world that the freedom is not at liberty for some individuals and citizens of certain uh, countries. They don't have some of the things that we have here in the United States. And so um, as though we can find, like I said, we can find flaws with a lot of different things and we will continue to do that. And I get that. But the truth of the matter is there are some freedoms, there are some liberties that we still have access to. And uh, it allows us to be about our grind in so many different ways uh, that, again, in other places, this may not be as free uh, to have uh, these restrictions, to have restrictions lifted where you can explore certain things. And of course, we're not where we need to be. And I will acknowledge that there's so much uh, that we can continue to improve in any area. Like I said, in any country, in any area, we can always look to improve. Um, that's enough of that. Um, I just wanted to share that. And, and, and again, happy 4th of July uh, to most of you who are listening uh, to this program. With that being said, also, I do want to do this. I know I'm getting a lot of preliminaries out, but I did want to take this is a halfway point. And as you can probably recognize, um, there is not a guest today here on Behind the Grind. Um, I'm just going to dialogue with you and I'm going to share um, some thoughts that I have um, here shortly, but I wanted to take the time and acknowledge all the guests that we've had here on Behind the Grind. You know, this year we have gone strong from the beginning of the year all the way up until this point. We have made it a point to bring you a podcast episode week after week. And matter of fact, we've um, also added another uh, segment to the Behind the Grind. And if you've not caught on, every Monday we drop a 10-minute commute is what we call it. Just 10 minutes where um, myself... Um, I just dialogue with you. This past week, we had a nice uh, 10-minute commute. I did it with my wife. She joined me in the 10-minute commute, and we're going to do this more often. I'm going to get her to help me with the 10-minute commute more often. But we talked about creativity. It's the episode prior to this one. So if you get a chance, go back. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to our conversation uh, my wife, uh, and man, she's just a brilliant woman. And so we get a chance to just kind of dialogue and I get a chance to kind of uh, talk about something I'm, I love to talk about, which is creativity. And we just kind of dialogue on that. So get a chance to, 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 to go back into that. But my point was to say that we've been having um, episodes every week. Um, every Friday, we're, we're having conversations. Most of the time, we do have a guest in the grind seat. And all the way up until this point, we've had a guest in the behind the grind seat. And so I want to give shout outs to all of the individuals that have accepted my invitation to be on this program. Um, and I've, I've still extended so many invitations out to individuals that will still be on this program, you know, because they're on their particular grind. We have not been able to coordinate certain individuals to join us here on the behind the grind as of yet, but there's been so many individuals uh, that have committed to or have accepted my invitation and I want to take the time to acknowledge those that have that have. And I want those of you who are listeners to understand, listen, it's not easy uh, to put together a podcast like this. Um, it's, it's easy for me, I would say, as far as, you know, doing my part and interviewing and all of those things. But, you know, the coordination and, and trying to get individuals to uh, be a part of this program and to get on, you know, to share their stories, you know, uh, taking time out of their grind. They're in real time. And taking time of their 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 grind to come and talk uh, really says a lot. And so we want to give kudos and shout outs to each and every one. And if you have not listened to some of these conversations, like I said, there's a lot of thought put into it. And these guests really share some wonderful things. 
Um, and I think if you have not had an opportunity, go back and listen. This is just like most of your platforms as you, you watch, such as Netflix and YouTube, where you can go back and listen to things like that. Yes, right here on a podcast, you can go back and listen whenever you like. And I, I really want to encourage you to go back and take some time, binge, binge listen uh, to a few episodes of some great conversations. We've had some people doing some amazing things and um, you will truly be blessed by their converse, uh, listening to those conversations. So also shout out to all of you who are rocking with us here on Behind the Grind. Listen, I'm not stopping. I don't care. We're bringing you behind the grind as long as we can. We yay. Listen, I understand, you know, there are going to be some things that come up. There are going to be some, 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 like I said, some guests that show up, some guests that don't show up. Uh, because of the grind, but we're bringing you as as Lord as long as the Lord permits, we're going to bring you the behind the grind uh, every week. And so, even though it's a holiday week, we're bringing you the grind. All right, uh, the grind don't stop. Now, I say that in one sense, but I'm gonna what I'm going to talk about today is going to sound a little different than what I'm stating right now as far as the grind. Um, you know, some we talk about the grind, we talk about the hustle, and we're always on that grind, and we're always on that hustle. But I want to take this particular podcast to kind of uh, redefine the grind, right? Redefine the grind. And I think um, the world, we have all come to this place that we're starting to redefine what the grind really means, right? I think we, we're, we're understanding that there is a moment to grind, there's a moment to go hard, there's a moment to go strong. And then we understand that there's a time to uh, recalibrate, to break down and all of that. And so I want to kind of dialogue through this conversation about the grind, because the, on one hand, we do have to work and outwork those that are um, um, around us. Right. If you're in a com- uh, in competition, our athletes, you have to go harder. You have to give more effort. And so we've had uh, professional athletes on this program and they have mentioned how to to get the edge, right? They have had to push themselves harder or put a little more time in the gym. You know, you listen to um, the individuals uh, from the football field, right? You had to put in a little more running. Those individuals on the basketball court, right? They had to put in those last, those few more shots than their opponents or even their teammates, right? Getting the edge is important in sports. You know, uh, to build a business, right? You You're faced with, so many times of wanting to give up, so many times of not wanting to go that extra mile. And so you just pushing yourself. And so the grind, um, the mindset of the grind is necessary. So we're not taking anything from that. It is necessary to to grind, to put forth an effort, to hustle. All of that is important. And so I think when we talk about the grind, many of us understand that. But the truth of the matter is without proper balance, we can get burnt out on the grind. And then you'll start hearing individuals talk about, I'm tired of the grind culture, right? And so that's kind of the thing that you're starting to hear, a recurring theme. A lot of uh, people are starting to say, um, I don't want to grind as hard and all of these things because it's a counter to this overgrind culture, right? So now we're seeing the opposite end. It's like a, a pendulum. On one end, we were all grinding, right? And now we're pulling the pendulum back a little bit and saying, I don't want to grind. I want to find an easier way. And that's just life, right? You're going to have 
when you're overassessed on anything, you're going to always have a counter to that. And so um, both of them can be true at the same time, right? You can be on your grind and you can learn how to work smarter, as they say, than harder, right? And um, at the same time and still be successful and still achieve some things. And so we explore all of that here on, on this program and on this podcast. And so you'll hear, I'll have guests that will help you understand the effort. And then I'll have guests that will show you ways to maximize your time, but yet not be um, overindulged in the grind. All of that, you'll extract what's important to you from these conversations. But we know that to be the truth. But when it comes to us personally, the question now is, how do you balance it out? How do you balance your grind out? How do you go hard and then pull back? How do you do that? I think that's important that we, we, we evaluate that, especially at this halfway point, right? When you evaluate the six months of this year, many of us ramped up in the beginning of this year because it was 2021, a new year, even though we were in that pandemic last year, many people got off the blocks running, including myself. And so now we come to a point where we have to take a halftime break and reevaluate, a pause, a second to uh, reevaluate what are some wins, what are some losses, what are some strengths, what are some weaknesses, what are some opportunities. All of those things have to have, we have to have those conversations in the grind. And so um, with that being said, you know, it's interesting when you look at uh, scriptures, right? Um, and I go back to the earlier part of the the, the book, where, where if you don't know where to start in the Bible, you always start in the beginning in Genesis, right? When we when we start in Genesis, you know uh, the, the story or when God created the heavens and the earth and he did all those things. And we know um, if you've started reading Genesis, you know that he worked or he built the world or framed the world. And we, we say in six days, right? And then on the seventh day, he rested. And that sticks out to us. You know, we built uh, even um, um, organ church organizations and religious organizations based upon the rest, based upon the Sabbath, based upon all of that, because it was important. It was important to rest. And so we we have to take in the thought process. If God did all this creation in the first several, several days or six days, and then he even rested, why aren't we doing the same thing? Why don't we have some type of regiment? And whether it looks like a seventh day, some level of Sabbath, some level of rest, some level of re-breaking down and building up. Why don't we have that? And so um, Genesis helps us, uh, if those of you who read scriptures, um, Genesis helps us to know that, that there was a time to work and then there's a time to rest. And rest is important. Rest is important to, to break down and build up. And I want to build on that thought process. And even my wife and I, when we were talking on the last uh, podcast episode, we were talking about creativity. Um, we were talking about being creative, right? The impact, the power of creativity, right? And all of that happens. But the question is, when do we find time if we're always grinding, right? Now I want to kind of expand on this thought. If we're always in grind mode, when do we have time to create? And so I want you to reevaluate those of you who are listening to me, who are leaders, who are entrepreneurs, that are uh, whatever it is that you're um, you're involved in these days. When do you grind, go hard at it? And when do you rest? Do you live in a constant state of rest or do you live in a constant state of grind? 
Now, one thing that stood out to me during this lockdown and during this quarantine is that, you know, there was a lot of break. There was a lot of rest. And for those of us who are always on the grind, it was a challenge for us, right? Because we had to sit down. Those people that are overachievers, they call them type A, those, 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 those people that got to be on the go. This was a very challenging time during the quarantine time or the lockdown time and all of those things because what they were used to doing was now being disrupted. And so if you looked at individuals that were always on the go, they struggled during this time because it's like, okay, we got to get back. We got to get back. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm not really knocking. I'm not trying to point out anything, but I just wanted to point out in the aspect of this was a disruption to their flow of, of, of we got to be creating activity. We've got to be doing something. And so in this slowdown period or this breakdown period, the question is now that you're kind of artificially forced to slow down, what do you do with the slowdown period? You know, are you comfortable taking that time to replenish yourself? Are you comfortable with taking that time to uh, create some new ideas, to come up with new thought processes? You know, what did you do? All of us can ask ourselves that question. What did we actually do with this time period that things were put to a halt or things that were taken away from us? Even if it was as simple as taking away the commute for work, what did we do with that extra time that was given back? Did we just use that for more net Netflix, right? Or did we use this more for more uh, just uh, uh, recreational time? What did we do with that time? And that's where we, we want to see because... Uh, even though this time came, it was not a bad thing if we were able to use it properly, use that time properly or able to gain something from it. You know, the last time, no, we've never had this particular moment and this is an unprecedented moment that we had. But the last time we had a downturn in the economy or a downturn in the world, it seems like every time more innovation comes out of it. You know, when you think back in the earlier 1999, 2000 time when we were coming up on the Y2K movement and things seemed to be disruptive a little bit there, uh, innovation happened with the, the dot-com bus and bubble and then the new dot-com world emerged from it, right? It got better. It got sharper, you know, and, and what we experience today, if uh that never happened. I don't know how sharp we would have been. 9-11 caused a disruption. Though we went through a moment of recalibrating, we came out better, right? I believe we did. 2008, all of these, these different episodes of things impacting our world, innovation was created. Businesses were created out of all of these downturns. And of course, we've seen new players rise up to the occasion in the midst of a pandemic. New players uh, that were online, such as Zoom, such as uh, uh, all of these different programs became more uh, heightened and more aware of during this pandemic moment, right? Because of, of the downturn. Or the moment. So what I bring all that up to say is innovation happens. Creativity can happen in a rest period, in a downtime period. So now I want to kind of challenge you, you, all leaders, everybody that's listening. What can you do now baking into your routine uh, to become more um, that you don't burn out on just always being on grind mode or always being on go mode? How can you set yourself up to be uh, going hard when you need to go hard 
and then resting when you need to rest. Um, you know, there's some individuals that we interview here on a podcast that do a great job of grinding hard, going hard, playing. But then when it's time to play, they can have fun and enjoy themselves in the play moment, whether that's vacating or going out, whatever they can do, because they put in so much of the grind on the front end. You know, how can you balance your world? Now, this is just a question for you and only you can answer because you have your own setup. You have your own world. How can you set yourself up to balance your grind? You know, maybe it's a daily thing that you can do to make sure that you disrupt this grind a little bit so that you can stay refreshed and on top of things. Maybe it's a weekly thing. Maybe it's a monthly thing. Let me give you an example of why it's necessary uh, to, 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 to have rest or to break down or to, to have a moment to pause, right? Think about our, our, our rhythm of life, right? We were up during the day, right? And then in most cases, in most of us, we have our eight hours, if we can get them, six or four hours, whatever we do these days of sleep, right? Because we, there's a rhythm of being awake and a rhythm of sleep. We cannot always be awake, right? And nor can we always be asleep. So these are things to kind of think about. How does this work in my grind world, right? Some people do a full week where they go hard and then maybe on the weekend they block out their calendar and designate it just to them, their family and just to doing the things that they want to do. That may be a rhythm. That may be a routine. And you may be doing that, but maybe you may need to do more. What can you do on a, a daily basis, to break down. Let me break it to you this way. I remember in undergrad, this stood out to me. I'm going to give you a story, an analogy that helped me think about something and, and kind of helped me flip things upon its head. You know, um, we were in undergrad and there was a, a restaurant at that time. It was a more popular years ago, back in during that day and time that was open 24 hours. I won't say the name of the restaurant, but the, the point was, um, I remember in a particular, uh, undergrad class, I believe it was a business operationals type of class, where the instructor, my professor, he was talking and he he began to mention this particular restaurant. At that time, it was relevant to us and he was trying to be relevant and he was mentioning that he would never eat at this particular restaurant for the most part. And for most of us, we were college students. This restaurant tasted good. The food was good. It was a good hangout. It was a good place. And for him to say that he wouldn't eat there, our question or we became curious, why wouldn't you eat at this restaurant? And he made a point. Now, whether this is true or not, that's beside the point. But he made a point that stood out to me. He said that, hey, I don't typically eat at restaurants that are open 24 hours because I always question when do they have the opportunity to break down and to clean, right? To to re, to to basically break down their machines, break down their stoves, break everything down and then clean. When do they have time to do that if they're open 24 hours? And he was making a valid point because I remember as a 16-year-old or 17-year-old working at McDonald's, even McDonald's, we would break down uh, the machines at night, right? And in the morning, if you were a part of the morning crew, you had to put them back up again, right? Or there was a moment of breaking things down each night. You didn't just continue on. You had a mo- you had a rhythm of breaking down to clean, to, to keep things sanitized. And for the most part, it kept things with a good maintenance because you were able to uh, keep things from building up. You were keeping your, your machines clean, everything operating properly. And I think if that applies there, it also applies to our life on the grind, right? You know, many of us, we, we, we realize that there has to be a moment where we break ourselves down. I call it breaking down similar to that analogy of the restaurant 
When do we have a moment to just take ourselves away from the grind to replenish ourselves? For me, I use prayer, right? A morning prayer, time away, right? Where I can break down, I can replenish, I can check out from um, the, the everyday thing or the everyday problems for at least an hour, right? At least an hour and a half, whatever time frame it takes to break away, still away, and then replenish back up. That's a daily thing. Now, um, you know, in this world today, people have many routines. You know, there's it's important about the Miracle Morning and the 5 a.m. Club. A lot of people are getting adopting these things. A lot of people are now getting into the routine of working out in the morning, right? Um, as for me, I used to run. I don't do this as much now these days, but I used to get out and run in the morning, right? All of these things help you to take or check away from the, the routine of things to replenish yourself. You know, a lot of times in a long run, you can get a chance to uh, think, you can get a chance to clear your head, you get a chance to come up with new ideas, right? You can do kill, uh, you know, I don't know how they say it, but kill a bird with one stone. I don't know, that made me messing that up, but you know what I get. You can do two things at once and, you know, you can pretty much uh, break up that routine every day by running and thinking and exploring. Those are things you can do. Now, in your life, you may not be able to be afforded that opportunity to do it, but finding a way to just sh- to to get away and to think or to to focus and to concentrate, these things can be very beneficial. When you even look at millionaires and people who are very successful. They usually have those type of routines. In addition to, they may even have times where they still away, maybe even to read a book or to still a way to think, to become creative individually, right? I think that's important too. Maybe you, uh, factoring an hour to just think, having a creative moment to think. Though it may seem mundane, those rhythms and those habits help keep you refreshed on this grind. You can't always be going is really what we're going at. You have to have time to analyze the situation. You know, the NBA playoffs is happening right now. Even in a game, right, they have to have a halftime where they look at what happened in the first half, kind of like where we are now with this uh, being in the month of July. We're able to analyze what happened in the first six months. What can we do to fix and be strong for the next six months. You Getting in the habit of having these breaks are important. Another thing I would recommend also is um, strongly recommend, I, I kind of mentioned it just a second ago, but actually factoring not only the break and the rest, but also having time to think, think, taking your mind off of what you're working on and just think new ideas, new thoughts can come when you maybe take an hour uninterrupted, just to get downloads and to think and to make yourself clearer and and to make yourself able to respond. And I I think this is important, especially in this day and time, because we're so much on a grind. We're so much on a flow that we can't stop in the middle of a, a situation to say, hey, man, I need time to think. Sometimes your ideas can come in that set aside time, whether in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed, however you would have this time factored in your life you will be able to draw from that in real world situations. So when you're faced with a scenario, you're faced with a decision to make, you can make decisions, but you're pulling from that moment in that time that you had set aside to just 
explore and to run through scenarios and think, not to worry, not using that time to worry and think, but to imagine or reimagine things or to rethink about things, right? Then you will find yourself in scenarios where you're able to pull from those those moments that you were set aside to think. So it's important that you have those moments. You know, I, you know, this is kind of not related, but it kind of is. I, I was reading the other day or, or, or flashing through John in the eighth chapter of John, when Jesus was, when the women, the woman was brought to Jesus that was in a daughter's relationship. If you've never read that story, go and read it. It's very interesting. And they brought him to Jesus. And in that story, it was a fascinating story because they were forcing Jesus to make a decision right then and there based upon her scenario. And they had not even forced him to make a decision. They had already thought about what he was going to do and, and, and putting him on the spot. But what was interesting is his reaction and his response. And so I brought this up to say as leaders, we have to understand that we can't be so predictable in our response that those are watching us. He interestingly, the thing that he did was he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Right. And he began to explain to them um, something that they didn't see coming. He said, let him who is without sin throw um, the first stone or cast the first stone, something of that nature. I believe it said something of that nature. But the truth of the matter is he had to have gotten that from somewhere. Right. He didn't just he didn't just think of that on the spot. He had already thought about their thoughts ahead of time, I believe. And he was in a position where he was able to respond, not in a frantic way that they had thought he would respond or in a predictable way, but he had given thought to that situation. And many times as leaders, we have to learn how to give thought to that situation and be more of a situational response as opposed to a predictable can response, especially in this day and time. And the only way you can be that efficient in responding as a leader, you have to have these moments or blocks where you are set aside to think and to get new ideas and to become creative, to explore new thoughts. That's not going to happen on the spot. You're not going to come up with that on the spot. It's going to come up with something that you had already thought about ahead of time and in the perfect scenario. And when when that situation comes, it's almost like you're pulling out of that toolkit, that right response at the right time for the right moment. I hope you can track what, what I'm trying to say here. But the truth of the matter is you have to set time away to respond. So uh, one other thing I wanted to add that's kind of similar to this rest period. I want to also challenge some of you who are on the grind and on the grow. And and, and it's not going to seem like it's taking anything off of your plate from the grind. But what is going to seem like, uh, well, it's going to seem like you're, we're adding to your grind, right? But in actuality, it's actually going to provide balance. For some of you, if you are only consumed with one thing, whether it's only your business, whether it's only your job or this new activity that you've been granted with, you know, whether you're uh, a new church leader, whatever the case may be, if you're only consumed with that thing, I'm going to suggest, I'm not going to make you, I'm not going to challenge you, but I'm going to suggest to get a hobby, right? To get something outside of that particular uh, role that you are involving yourself in, you know, whether that's um, like we mentioned earlier, maybe it's exercising, running, 
you know, maybe it's playing golf. Maybe it is joining a basketball intramural league. Maybe it's um, joining a hobby, right? You know, even like what I'm doing here with the podcast, many people are wondering, well, do you make a lot of money? We know you have a nine to five, but how, why are you doing them both? Sometimes a lot of this is just to help your brain take your brain off of the thing that you do as your main thing on a regular basis. It takes you away from that for a moment. And then when you're able to go back to the main thing, you're more refreshed as of being on a constant go. It, it's, it almost breaks the rhythm. So again, if you're playing golf, it takes your mind away from that business every day. That's probably why so many people play golf. Um, you know, the careful thing you don't want to do is you don't want to let this supposedly hobby or side thing or side hustle obviously invade over into your main thing or, or overtake it. But the truth of the matter is you need that rhythm in your life to keep you uh, flowing properly or, or to be an effective leader, I believe. And so that's just a suggestion, not saying that you have to do that, but that is a suggestion if you feel like you're being burnt out. Like I said, it doesn't sound like we're taking anything away from you and we're actually adding something to you. But what we're adding to you is probably something that will help balance you out. The truth of the matter is what I'm finding out is, you know, you know, after coming out of this quarantine, after coming out of this lockdown, it's not that we just need more idle time and on our hands. You know, the thing with grinding and all of this stuff, the opposite of it is not to just be idle and do nothing that can in and of itself can be damaging as well. Like if we were just to say the total opposite instead of grinding is to sit around and do nothing you would wither away. You know, that's why so many individuals that retire still find themselves trying to keep themselves involved in something because you need something, an activity to do. So we're not trying to counteract it with doing nothing, but we we're learning how to balance it, right? And there is some time where you literally do nothing, don't get me wrong, but learning how to balance this grind with something that, 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 that breaks it up a little bit to give you that rhythm to keep going. Filling your yourself up and keeping you on the grind will keep you going. You know, again, having something in place is very important and very vital. And so I hope that was beneficial to you guys. Like I said, um, you know, I again, I'm, I'm always using the scriptures and I'm always using the Bible I just even think about Jesus many times. He was not always on the grind, right? He, there were times where he was out doing miracles. He was going from one place to the next. He was going from one city to the next. But then there were also moments in the scriptures that it does point out that Jesus did still away, right? There were moments in the scriptures where he was on the boat and he was taking a nap. He did rest, right? So I want us to be uh, uh, confident that there is a moment to rest and the rest does not mean that you just look for the opposite of grind to be idle, but it's learning how to balance the grind. The truth of the matter is many of us, we want some successful things to happen in life. We want some things to change in life. We need some things to be impacted in life. In order for that to happen, we cannot sit back and do nothing. We do have to put forth work. We do have to have a work ethic. We do have to go after it, but we also have to learn how to balance it. And balancing doesn't mean that I do nothing, right? It means that I just rearrange my priorities, make sure that we prioritize right, make sure we balance right, fill up our days right. If not, um, we will find ourselves in a situation where we're burnt out. And I, what I don't want to see people to do is get burnt out. 
especially in the days that we have ahead of us. There's so much uh, greatness um, that is happening, so many great things that are happening that we can't afford to burn out. We want to be able to experience it. We want to enjoy it. We want to have it. But we can only do that when we're able to balance it. So um, I hope that was beneficial to you. Um, If so, please, yes, leave us that five-star review. Um, We need to do uh, get some reviews under our belt here on Behind the Grind. So if you could, please click on that five-star review. Just go ahead and click it and leave us a comment if possible. Uh, Continue to hit the notifications. Let people know about Behind the Grind. Uh, We truly, like we said earlier in this program, we truly appreciate each and every one of you that listen. uh, But we want to be able to grow in the second half of 2021. We really want to blow it out in our growth. So um, till the next time, this is Sharon and this is Behind the Grind.